Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Vikings Final Prep. I'm your host, Mike Wabshaw, from the Vikings Entertainment Network, coming to you from the TCO Studios in Egan. Another fast and busy week for your Minnesota Vikings as they prepare for an unfamiliar opponent. It's the AFC West. It's the Oakland Raiders. We play these guys in the regular season once every four years. This is our first crack at the John Gruden Oakland Raiders. Also the Mike Mayock Oakland Raiders. He's the GM of the Raiders and was at one time the preseason analyst for the Minnesota Vikings. So some familiar faces across the other sideline for Mike Zimmer and the rest of the Minnesota Vikings. Going to be a fun game on Sunday. The kickoff is at noon. Coming up tonight on Vikings Final Prep, you will hear from Raiders head coach John Gruden as well as Raiders defensive coordinator Paul Gunther. Some familiarity between Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer and Raiders defensive coordinator Paul Gunther. More on that later. Also on the show tonight, quarterback Kirk Cousins, the winning formula from Vikings game plan, and Raiders radio network analyst Lincoln Kennedy giving us the 4-1-1 on the Oakland Raiders. But let's get to our head man, the head ball coach of the Minnesota Vikings, Mike Zimmer. He met with reporters after his team's final practice of the week on Friday, and here's what he said. Okay, it'll be good to uh, get back uh, to U.S. Bank Stadium, get in front of our home crowd. Uh, they do a lot of checking at the line of scrimmage, so uh, we'll need them to be loud and, and boisterous. So uh, got the alumni coming tomorrow, about 120 alumni coming to practice and then to the game on Sunday, so it'll be, be good to see those guys out here. Um, and a good week of practice and ready to roll. How's Mike Hughes look to you just in the full week of practice? Good. He's practiced pretty much full the last couple weeks. From the doctors yet, or are you still waiting on that? Still waiting. Eventually, when he comes back, or is that an option? I don't know. Let's get him back first, and then we'll worry about it. How, how reassuring is it to know that you know with, with Gideon questionable and Alexander out, you've got a guy in Eric Wilson who can kind of be that base guy, but also do some things in coverage, you know, in, in the slot and in the box. Yeah, he does. He, he's a, a real versatile guy. Uh, you know, he can play in the in the subgroups. He can play in the base groups. Uh, you know, he's he's had quite a bit of playing time over the last couple of years. And uh, you know, if if he does have to play, we we'll expect him to go in there and play well. Mike, how do you feel it's going the first two games uh, with the rotation, three technique, and, and how Shamar has played as well? Uh, it's gone well. Um, you know, I think. Uh, just being able to rotate those guys helps. Um, you know, there's certain times we want Shamar in the game, and then there's other times we need to get uh, um, Hercules and, and Jalen in there. Discuss kind of the premium on getting off to a better start, and then also in last year at this point, you kind of had those three straight games where you didn't get off to good starts, you know, Green Bay, Buffalo, and the Rams, and that kind of hampered the start of the season. When Just what kind of premium are you putting on getting off you know, we do every week. We talk about starting fast every week, and you know we're not going to talk about last year. It's a new team, new season, so let's go out and play. Play like we can play. Play fast. Play hard. Play with great heart. Play with great effort. Good technique. All right, that's head coach Mike Zimmer talking to reporters for the last time before his team takes the field 
against the Oakland Raiders. Now, speaking of taking the field, who is and who is not going to take the field among the players on the injury reports this week? Well, we have some certainty for the Minnesota Vikings. Mackenzie Alexander, the team's nickel corner, has been ruled out of the game, did not practice and will not play on Sunday. That is not great news, but there is some good injury news. Anthony Barr, Pat Elfline, Mike Hughes, and Ben Gideon all listed as questionable. So the Vikings figure to have at least a couple or maybe a few of those guys on the field on Sunday to play the Oakland Raiders. That is good news. Now for the Oakland Raiders, the injury report has been significant and they will release their injury report later in the day. So as of this recording, we don't know for sure who is in and who is out, but we do know that Raiders right tackle Trent Brown because of a knee injury, has not participated in practice up until Friday. Same is the case for returner Dwayne Harris and for offensive guard Gabe Jackson. So those are some key injuries for the Raiders. Also a key injury, their rookie running back, who's really good, Josh Jacobs, he's got a hip and he has been limited all week in practice, as has wide receiver Tyrell Williams, limited in practice with a hip. A couple of key defenders, Gary and Conley, a corner, has a neck injury. And Vontez Perfect, a linebacker, the quarterback of the Raiders' defense, has a shoulder and a knee. Both of those guys were limited, although don't be surprised if they are able to suit up and play on Sunday at U.S. Bank Stadium against the Minnesota Vikings. The head coach of the Oakland Raiders, well, he's John Gruden. Now, John Gruden studies the NFL as much as anyone, and he did so even when he wasn't coaching because he was an analyst on ESPN's Monday Night Football. And John Gruden did a few Vikings games during his tenure as an analyst on ESPN's Monday Night Football. So he knows this team really well. He knows head coach Mike Zimmer really well. And, well, he's pretty impressed with what the Vikings have on their roster. You know, you just watch the Atlanta game, and you're just, wow, it's 28 to nothing at the end of the third quarter. You know, Green Bay got a couple scores early. They didn't make much happen at all in the second half. They uh, they have veteran players and they have high-profile players at every level. It starts with the pass rush. You know, they knock the run out with Linval Joseph and Kendricks, their middle linebacker, and then they get these pass rushers, a lot of at-bats, and they can rip it, man. I mean, Everson Griffin is back. Whatever anybody has said about Griffin in the past or whatever he went through last year, I don't know, but he is playing really well, and Daniil Hunter's one of the best un- unknown defensive ends in the league. I-, I don't know why he doesn't get more credibility, but Rhodes can shut you down. Waynes is a first-rounder. Harrison Smith is multi-pro bowler. they got a lot of good players, and Zimmer's had a scheme that they all understand. So they're, they're tough. They are tough. How similar is what Zimmer does to what Paul does? I think it's similar. I just think they're so advanced because they've been together so long. You know, they know where all the snakes are. In every coverage, they call cover three Jade or whatever they call it, they know where the problems are. And they're quick to make adjustments. And uh, every week they can give you something, a twist or two that you haven't seen, you can't prepare for. And don't forget the noise either. I mean, it is really loud in there. I can't wait to hear that horn, that Viking horn. Uh, I love that thing. That's Raiders head coach John Gruden. Always an entertaining sound bit from Raiders head coach John Gruden, an icon in the NFL. It will be fun to watch the Vikings go against his club on Sunday. Now, Gruden's defensive coordinator is Paul Gunther. Paul Gunther was the linebackers coach for the Bengals when Mike Zimmer was the defensive coordinator for Cincinnati. So those two worked together for like five or six seasons. They know each other very well, and obviously Gunther knows what Zimmer does and has incorporated a lot of that into his defense with the Raiders. So here is Raiders defensive coordinator Paul Gunther 
talking about his club and his relationship with Mike Zimmer. For a guy that has that kind of a defensive system and to have, I think one guy's in his first year there, one guy's in his third, and everybody else there has been there for yeah. quite a while. What does that do for a defense? Well, you know, obviously, when when things come up on Sundays, you can recall different situations. You know, we're we're in that beginning stage right now. You know, with some of the newer guys we had, and that was one of the things I said to him uh, on Monday after the game: is Hey, the longer we work together, the more we can recall things, um, and it's easier to install different concepts when when the guys already have um, have this the system down. So it's. Uh, the systems are very similar. He's doing his wrinkles, I'm doing mine, but uh, um, Zim's a good coach. I learned a lot from him. Worked together uh, a lot, long time in Cincinnati. We had a, a really good time. He's a good friend. There's a lot of the stuff that you do and believe in now come from him. I mean, obviously you've done your own twists. Yeah, own yeah, yeah. This, this, the foundation of it came from him for sure. You know, the coverage, the fronts, all the stuff we do. Um, you know, I owe him a lot, of, uh, a lot of gratitude for working with him. I learned a lot from him, but uh, I'm going to try to kick his on <laughs> Zimmer also was asked about Paul Gunther earlier in the week during one of his press conferences. Here's what he had to say about his friend. Mike, when there's a guy like you, like you and say Gunther and you know each other so well, I mean, do you have to guard against getting too cute and just getting away from what you just do well? Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, because but in some things we have enough variation that he hasn't seen because, uh, you know, I haven't been with him in six years. So we have some variations that we do, that different wrinkles here and there that we do. But at the end of the day, it's about stopping their offense and not worrying about their defense. And, um, you know, how how can we um, do that? And I'm sure they're doing the same thing. How are they going to defend our, our offense? So we know each other very well. Um, you know, we, we've talked defense in the off season, quite a few times, um, you know. Uh, but he's a good guy. He's a good friend. I'm good friends with his family and his kids. But um, I'm trying to beat him. Okay, we have more Vikings final prep coming up in a minute. But first, remember that Sunday, September 29th, runners can finish on the 50-yard line at TCO Stadium for the TCO Vikings 5K. Registration is now open, but hurry, space is limited. Register today at vikings.com 5K. More Vikings final prep coming up in a minute. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is Final Prep and I'm Wabi from TCO Studios. More Final Prep coming up in a minute. Nominate your school now to be named the Minnesota Football Community of the Year presented by Innovative Office Solutions. The program will honor the winning community of the year with a town takeover and a check for $10,000. Nominate your community now at vikings.com slash community of the year. Up next, the winning formula for defeating the Oakland Raiders, bringing it to you. Well, it's yours truly, voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, and Vikings game day live analyst, Ron Johnson. Take a listen. Begin with Dalvin Cook, number one in the National Football League, into this week with rushing yards. The Vikings guys have ridden Dalvin and this running game really hard. Oakland's rush defense, 65 yards a game allowed. Ron, how long can we ride Dalvin? You can keep riding him until the wheels fall off. I mean, look at Adrian Peterson, 131 yards per game in his 2,097-yard season. Dalvin Cook's at 132.5 right now. So 
I think you just keep going. And the only thing that's going to do is help Kirk down the road when you know you have a running game. The fact that you were down to the Packers and a 75-yard run got you to the back into the game versus a pass, which a lot of teams just eliminate the run and they start passing the ball. The Vikings have a guy that's a home run hitter like yeah. Adrian Peterson. So Underrated facet is breakaway speed. Oh, yeah, he's definitely fast. I mean, he ran a four, I think, four, 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 three back when he's in college. Yeah. After a knee surgery, he's back. Hey, Kevin Stefanski's a smart guy now. He's been calling plays for the Vikings offense for five games. Dalvin's a 100-yard rusher in four of the five. So Kevin gets it. He knows what Zim wants, and he knows what this offense can do. The offensive line is playing better, and the great thing about leaning on a running back is, even if the play is not blocked the right way, yeah. a running back can make up for that and can make something happen. That can't always happen when you're a passer. If it's not blocked the right way, you're in big trouble. Dalvin can get out of trouble, and I think you're doing the other defense a favor by not leaning on Dalvin. And you know, Dalvin's backup, Alexander Madison, the rookie from Boise State, he's really good too. This running game, no joke. Defensively, speaking of no joke, this guy, Daniil Hunter. We were kind of bantering um, offset about where Daniil ranks amongst all defensive players in the NFL. I think he's become overall a top 10 guy. Is that too lofty? No, I don't think it is. But I think the way I look at it is, how does the other team view Daniil Hunter? And when I watch the games and yeah. when I watch them back, he's number one on the other team's list in terms of Vikings that they have to worry about. Yeah. Because teams set their protections to Daniil Hunter. They double him, they chip him with a back or a tight end, they handcuff a tackle uh, with a tight end to Daniil Hunter. So to me, an opponent looks at the Vikings and says, our number one concern is number 99. And, and you can't, I mean, the highlights we just saw, three consecutive highlights of that sack, you can't, they had Jimmy Graham on Daniil Hunter. That's not going to work. If you make a mistake <laughs> like that, you're going to get burned every right. time. Yeah, and they had the running back too. If you saw, he was trying to get to him, and, and I think Jimmy Graham was supposed to set back, but he's not a tackle. He doesn't know how to do that, and so he just speed rushed on the outside. But Daniil Hunter, when you're looking at Von Miller, you look at other guys in the NFL, I agree. I, I put him more in the top seven range. In my opinion, right now he's six yep. as far as just overall production. 14 and a half sacks last year. I mean, he was right up there with all the top guys. The big thing for Daniil was he was always overshadowed by Everson Griffin but now he's starting to come into his own and people respect him as well as Everson for just two really good DNs and it just works out that both want to be here Everson's going to take a cap friendly deal to stay yeah. and he wants to be here as well so they have the perfect just duo to really just create havoc and you have to pick which side you want to double and, and you know if you if you start from a game plan standpoint like Wabi did and then you add in rush defense keeping contain and the integrity of being a defensive end, he's top 10 overall player in the NFL. The Oakland Raiders are in town. We have a question for you. Who are the Oakland Raiders? We've talked about John Gruden. We watched a lot of film on the motions and the shifts with the offense and Derek Carr. Who are these Oakland Raiders, guys? Yeah, I mean, they're Derek Carr's team. They're going to go as far as Derek Carr takes them. Antonio Brown was supposed to be the piece of that puzzle, kind of like they had with Amari Cooper and they're, they're not getting that. I think Bontez Burfick adds a defense that just 
guy who's like, he speaks the Raider talk, nasty, will create penalties, will yeah. jump into the stands, drink a beer at halftime. Like that's who Von, <laughs> or Vontez Perfect is. Oh, but when you look at Derek Carr, his number one target last year was Jared Cook, a tight end. When they lost Antonio Brown, a la losing Amari Cooper, I think they're headed toward that same direction. Darren Waller right now is their number one receiver. Yeah, he's and good. that's who he's leaning on. Yeah, yeah, Darren Waller, underrated tight end, super athletic. Very much so. You can see the timeline on the screen there. I mean, they are a team in transition right now. Khalil Mack is maybe the best defensive player in the NFL, certainly one of them, and they had to trade him away, but there is a plan. Um, the Raiders had three first-round picks in this past year's draft. They have a quarterback whom they like, um, and I think what you're seeing, what Gruden and Mike Mayock are doing is they're saying, okay, we're a team in transition, so we're going to get as many of these young, talented guys in here as we can, and while we're helping those guys learn, we're going to bring in a key veteran or two. Richie Incognito, yep. Vontez Perfect, mm -hmm. um, Dwayne Harris as a returner. Tire just, Whitehead last yes, year. Yes, to just sort of calm things down and give the young players a good stencil from which to learn. Everyone else, aside from those key veterans, it's all young players. Quarterback Kirk Cousins has a podcast for the Vikings Entertainment Network and KFAN. It's called Under Center with Kirk Cousins. It's hosted by Kirk Cousins and Mark Rosen. On this week's show, Kirk was talking about working with John Gruden. Obviously playing in Washington with his brother as the head coach, um, you know, he would come and watch practice a little bit in the spring, which was great to have him around. And then uh, did the Gruden QB camp when I was coming out of college and had the chance to spend a, an afternoon with him, both throwing at a local school and watching film, which was really cool. Um, he really studies and knows his stuff around the league. But then uh, as I got further in my career, I believe it was maybe 2013 or 2014, uh, I just thought uh, – why not go back down and see him? And so I went down there to Tampa where he was basically doing all of his, you know, that was home base for him and doing all his Monday night football preparation. He has a full film room there. And I thought, you know, he's a guy who wants to coach. Why not go wear him out and see how interested he'd be in, in coaching me up from what he saw from a distance. So really for, I think, three off seasons in a row, I went down there and spent time with him for a couple of days. And my last year doing that actually brought some teammates. And it was just really, really positive. He's a great motivator. Um, because he studies the game so well, he had a lot of good thoughts for me. And I found that those days I spent with him were very impactful on my development as a QB as I came up in this league. Go! Let's go, Kirk. Three steps. Let's go, Kirk. Next ball. Five. Go. Next ball. Let's go three steps. Good. Yeah, no, anytime. I hope it. I can help you sometime down the road. Maybe one of these days I can get back in the game and coach you. Does he do that much homework on every individual that he, he meets? He really I've seen does. A series of those pieces that yeah, he's done. Yeah, he really does. He studies the league. He gets in there early. Um, you know, there's stories about him being in there at three thirty or four a.m. But he's the real deal. I mean, he's in there early uh, to prep for Monday Night Football each week. He studies the entire league. Obviously, studies the games that he was calling and announcing. But uh, in the offseason, he studies the college tape. You know, he, he watched all the potential draft picks. And so I remember we were there one, one offseason, and he pulled up. Uh, he said, I got a cut up for you. You'll never believe this, but I want you to watch this guy, Patrick Mahomes. 
He said, I really? got this cut-up of him from Texas Tech. He said, I don't know if his game's going to translate to the NFL or not, but when you look at what his arm talent is, he goes, I've never seen anything like this before. And we watched about 10 to 15 throws, and it was just unbelievable. But you realize John had to go back and really watch a lot of football to pare it down to these 10 or 15 throws that he had cut up. And so um, he knows his stuff. He's a grinder. And um, I, you know, he's played a big role in my development as a player. And and uh, now we got to go out against his team and, and get a victory. Another show on KFAN and at Vikings Entertainment Network is the Minnesota Vikings podcast. We had a guest this week to talk about the Oakland Raiders. It was former Raiders offensive lineman Lincoln Kennedy, who now is the analyst on the Raiders radio network. Well, Lincoln's around the team all the time, which means he was around this year's version of Hard Knocks. We asked him what that was like. Well, I mean... I guess you can summarize it by saying this, that you know when you look at the final product, everybody was focused on number 84, Antonio Brown. But it never came to fruition because he was never really, he never really played as a Raider. So, um, you know, when you say what, what it's like as a distraction, there were cameras every place you went, every place you turned. But more importantly, the players didn't really notice it. And they were kind of out of the way. So you kind of did what you did on a daily basis. But... I think when it's all said and done, the fact that the, the Raiders had some say into the final cut uh, really helped them. Um, more importantly, it added to the story that is synonymous with the Oakland Raiders. But for the most part, it, it really wasn't much much to do about out of the normal business because when you look at it, it didn't seem anything that was out of the extraordinary except the fact that you saw 84 doing his own thing more times than not. Mm-hmm. So, but he's on with the team, so they move on beyond, you know, beyond them. Every week I love doing the show Skull Stories with Mark Rosen, and our guest this week on Skull Stories was former Vikings head coach and player Mike Tice, who was also with the Oakland Raiders. Now Mike is an expert on offensive line play and the running game, and he likes what he sees in those areas from the Vikings. Well, I tell you, I uh, actually looked at a lot of games last night. I think I looked at six six or so games uh, on my computer on that uh, Game Pass because I can get the coaches film. And uh, you know, for some reason, I don't know what the reason is, I go right to that end zone film and look at that mm-hmm. look at that tight copy of that offensive line. And, and there's a couple teams out there that I think are running the ball fantastically well and and winning. And one of them is San Francisco, you know, mm-hmm. having 250 something yards rushing last week. Uh, I had tweeted the week before and showed a couple run plays, and, and they ran the ball okay opening week, but they won. And I said, it's going to be exciting to watch them run the ball this year. And thank goodness they ran for 258 because it made it look like I knew what I was saying. And then the Vikings are running the ball explosively. And that's the thing is they're getting the, the 49ers and the Vikings are getting those 12, 15 yard chunks, and that's giving you first downs. And, and you're going to be able to win a lot of games if you can run the ball like that, because sooner or later they're going to have to put eight in the box and they're going to have to uh, try to stop that run with an extra guy, and that's when you can be able to throw the ball over the top of them. And that's going to happen. Now, Viking fans, that's coming. I promise you it's coming. One of the things that uh, you know the quarterback does well is is he can throw a deep ball. He throws a nice deep ball. And so hopefully we'll get to see some of that this week when they mm-hmm. play the Raiders. That's going to do it for tonight's version of Vikings Final Prep. I'm your host, Wabi, on behalf of everyone at the Vikings Entertainment Network and KFAN, Skull Vikings.